may it be given to me to speak in the name of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. When we were growing up, I was fascinated with the countryside and that was handy because every summer we used to go to, as my parents termed it, naughty Norfolk for our holidays. We rented a house right next door to a farm and one of the highlights for me was every morning when my mum went around to the farmer and returned with fresh milk for our breakfast. It was so warm and creamy. I realised though, I didn't know very much about the countryside. Lots of the things that people did naturally there were completely foreign to me, someone who'd grown up in London, even leafy West London. One of those things, of course, was learning the importance of shutting gates after you had walked through them. I didn't really think that was a thing, but why on earth could that be important, um, you know, in somewhere where nature is ruling? Well, it turns out, and I learned this the hard way on one occasion, that shutting gates is important because farmers need to know where their flocks are. The farmer we stayed next to had sheep as well as cows, and I made the mistake of not closing a gate, and he realised it was us, and his sheep had got through it, and he had to spend much of his afternoon recovering them. It was a steep learning curve for me, and it highlights just how much each of us can not know about something, and how foreign uh, ways of acting uh, can be to us when we're not used to them in our daily lives. It's often said that this parable that Jesus uses in the Gospel story today, the one of uh, the Good Shepherd, doesn't make much sense to those of us who are disconnected with farming. So how are we to look at it? Well, I want to focus on thinking about what the word gate means. At the moment, it seems as though gates, doors, are something that are too often closed. We're separated because the doors of our church are closed, and we might, on the face of it, think that, well, this means that the gate is closed. How are we supposed to get into the sheepfold? Traditionally, the gate in this parable was thought of as scripture. Scripture is the thing that uh, leads us into relationship with God. Uh, scripture is the way in which we learn about God. Scripture is God's revelation of God's self to us. And it's fascinating that in this parable, Jesus refers to himself both as the gate and as the shepherd. Jesus is the gate because he is the fulfilment of scripture. He is the word made flesh. He is the, that moment in time when the person who all the scripture from the Hebrew Bible is fulfilled in. Isaiah often talks about a shepherd coming to Israel uh, to watch over them and care for them. So Jesus is both the fulfilment of scripture and someone who has gone through scripture to understand who he is. Think back to when Jesus was a 12 year old in the temple, standing up to tell the assembled crowd that this prophecy had been fulfilled that day in their hearing. Jesus' self-understanding of who he is and what he is there to do comes from scripture. This is one way uh, we can think about the gate. It's also uh, useful to think that 
Jesus, who we might think of as the shepherd, had to go through the gate in order to become the shepherd. Jesus grew up learning who he was, like any of us do. Jesus grew up listening to the voice of his and our Father in heaven. This comes across in our Eucharist in a way. We're referring today to Jesus as the shepherd, but later on we'll say the words Lamb of God. How can Jesus be both the shepherd and the lamb? Well, the answer is, of course, that Jesus grew up. Jesus grew into knowledge of himself. And Jesus did that through a relationship with his father. The gate, then, is something that is now open to us because of what Christ did and who Christ is. We, as individuals, as Christians, despite being kept out of our churches, are still faced with the open gate. And we hear calling from in that gate Jesus's voice. This is the encounter to which we are drawn into, the, the way of getting into relationship with God through Jesus's voice calling us into the sheepfold. It's often said that a relationship with God is a personal encounter. And I think this is one of the reasons that Jesus, using the analogy of sheep and shepherds, is so powerful. He could have talked about human relationships to get his point across, but perhaps some of that earthiness, some of that sense of brutal reality, wouldn't have come across. Farming is a reality which is brutal, which is very honest, and which the dangers and the joys of life have nowhere to hide. And I believe this is what Jesus is trying to get across to us by using sheep and shepherds as an example. Of course, the people who were around when he told this parable would have been much more familiar with farming than we are today. But I think the same thing stands true. It's easy for us at home to think that our relationship with God is something that we can do something about. That's wrong. Our relationship with God comes from God's invitation, and God's invitation to us is completely unwarranted, in a sense. It comes out of nowhere, not because we did anything or were anyone special. It comes simply out of God's love. This is the voice of the shepherd calling from the sheepfold. We, as the sheep, have the choice. Do we listen to the voice, or do we turn away from it? The invitation is always there for us to follow Christ. This is grace. Grace is the free invitation which never gets rescinded and never causes offence if we don't reply immediately. We have to remind ourselves that even in this time of closed doors, closed gates, the door is open into Jesus. Jesus's voice is still there calling to us calling us individually to him into a relationship, a relationship that isn't superficial or disconnected from reality, but a relationship that understands the very real joys and pains that we are going through at the moment, a relationship that is based on the honesty found in nature and above all the honesty found in farming. That's a challenge for us, 
because a relationship of that sort asks us to open us, open our own hearts fully to Jesus, to tell him in prayer really what it is that we're thinking and feeling, to make ourselves vulnerable to him. Of course, we know that Jesus made himself completely vulnerable to his Father in heaven. We know from his cries in Gethsemane uh, on the night that he was arrested that he deeply, deeply wanted to avoid the pain and humiliation of the cross. He heard his father's will and rebelled against it, but in the end, obeyed. We need to offer that same vulnerability when we hear the voice of Jesus calling us into the sheepfold. We need to tell him the things that we're scared of, the things that make us feel nervous, the things that in our day-to-day -day lives at the moment maybe just are not working. God's grace is always there in the shape of Jesus's voice, in the invitation into an encounter with him. Encounter, our relationships are only real if we have the courage and the confidence to be our real selves in them. The relationship in which we are invited into with Jesus is one in which we will not be judged for being who we are. We will quite simply be loved as a shepherd loves each of their sheep. When we were young and the farmer eventually found his sheep, it was obvious even to a young boy like me just how much he was glad, just how much he rejoiced at finding the one that was lost. That made me feel incredibly guilty about the reason for that sheep being lost. But we can think just how glad Jesus is when we come to him and respond to his voice. He doesn't judge us for having taken a while. He doesn't chastise us for misbehaving or not listening to him in the past. He is just pleased that each of us return to hear his voice. That then can be one of the things that we can challenge ourselves to do in lockdown. Remind ourselves that our faith is not based on what we do and the response Jesus gives us is not some sort of reward for the quality in which we respond. Jesus's love and Jesus's voice are available to all, quite simply, as they are. No preference, no class, no judgment. Can we then listen out to hear his voice, enter through the gate and become members of the sheepfold? Amen.